following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, let me uh, say hi to everybody, starting off with the man, cool man about town, Ron Russell, who's shaving. Well, I want to look good for your crummy show. <laughs> so say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. How are you? That was nice. And we got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. <laughs> Chad! Are you there? Chad's not. Oops, I forgot to unmute you. I did a... Oh, uh, I was telling Chad before he's on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So handsome with his cowboy hat and his guitar. Easy, he Tiger. Looks like a, what do you mean easy? You're handsome. <laughs> well, thank you. Mean I like you that way. Oh, just good. Because, see, how, see how straight men think? You all, you, all straight men think we want to do them. You just want to get I under my guitar. Yeah, that's people it. People are very selective. Thank you, Ron. No, it's true. If you have little meat, they're not interested. You missed a spot. A <laughs> little lower. Right here, over here. Lower. <laughs> Seriously, gay, <laughs> gay men, if you have little meat, they're not interested. Oh, okay. Now I know. So it goes by this size. Now I know. Thanks, Ron. What's Jimmy doing besides playing with his phone? Looks like a That's millennial. All you know That's all he does. That's all he does all day. I just got a Skype message that they're having pro- our second guest is having problems getting on Skype. Our first oh, guest is having problems getting on Skype. All right. What else is new I was going to say, Jimmy par for course. Oh. What else is new on the Jimmy Star show? Of course we're having difficulty. You know, I think we Skype is a communist because they are the only one and they manipulate the network. We need to have a, another Skype thing here, called here. like called like Fike or, or something like that. A competitor. And this way they will, you know, smarten their little asses up and not be so smug. Thank you, Ron. Because they're the only one, right? Good thinking, so. Ron. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, so any, any multimillionaires out there Let's do it. that want to do it, do it. We'll be a part of you. We'll leave <laughs> Skype in a minute. So what's up? We got a chat room full of people. The problem with Skype is that everybody else has to have whatever service you use, too, and, like, everybody's got I Skype. I don't give a <laughs> flying <laughs> shit. So let's give some shout-outs. We got Iris in the chat room. Hello, Iris from Germany. We want to send love to you. We know your mom's ill, and we're uh, sending love and support from the Jimmy Star yeah, Show, Ron and I, and everybody. Good energy. We got Dave Hughes from the uh, England is in the in the chat room. We have uh, Hannah Clive from England is in the chat room. It's going kind of like really quick. So hi Hannah, and uh, we got Illy I think is in the chat room. Drew King is in the chat room. What's up, Drew? Hi Drew. Hi baby. Illy's from Estonia. Everybody in the chat room. Hello. Happy to see you guys. Hopefully we're gonna work out all our little technical things in the meantime. 
Did I ever? Did I introduce you, Chad? You sure did. Thank you. Oh, okay. okay. She's getting senile, this old bitch. I got to trade her for a younger one. There's so much stuff going on. I can't think <laughs> Meanwhile, Janae, did my friend Janae Montague King, who is the founder of, of DMK uh, Fabulous Faceworks, had a successful thing in China. It's amazing how China just flipped out over DMK. You had to see the parties and like empress and empress and whatever they were came down from their gilded castles to uh, celebrate Danae. So he's becoming quite a famous man in China. Now he's probably going to move to China because that's the only place anybody gives him any attention. The minute he comes back to California, we all smack him and we never invite him anywhere. We throw things at him like his car. We gave it four flats last week. We do all those wicked things to him. But in China, they treated her like a queen. Well, she is a queen. Anyway, good luck. Janae, and I love your product. I'm running out of it. My skin looks gorgeous, I got to tell you. We had some people this morning that came to look at the house, and uh, the woman was from Brazil. And she has a 33-year-old son. I almost dropped dead. She had a body like an 18-year-old. Well, you know, in South America, facelifts are cheap. So she must have had... (laughs) No, it's true. It's very cheap in South America. And they believe in facelifts, nose jobs, lips. You know, they believe in all that jazz. And she looked phenomenal. Then suddenly I had the urge to tell her my age. And she said, oh, my God, you're not 77. I said, I wish I wasn't, but I am. And she was freaking out over how good I look for my age. So I turned around and I said, darling, it's all in the skin. And my skin belongs to DMK. It's true. It does belong to DMK. Well, it belongs to you, but... No, but, you know, if it wasn't for that old queen out there, you know, Miss... Miss, uh, What the hell is his name again? Montague King. Where he got that name from, I don't know. His real name is Ernie Schwartz from Toledo, Ohio. But he likes to be... Janae Mons. Anyway, his product is really good. And we got Goddess, I think, now in the chat room, too. What's Goddess, up, Goddess? No, I must scold Goddess. Goddess, you stay exactly as you are on Facebook this morning. You said you didn't want to be nice, kind, and sweet anymore, and then I wouldn't like you, and then you wouldn't be on our show because we would bounce you off. So you stay the sweet, wonderful, loving girl that you are. Get those stupid thoughts out of your mind. And Eileen is in the chat room. Say hi to Eileen. Eileen, did you see what that bitch did? Cardoshal or whatever her name is, the, the medium lady? <laughs> she has a picture of her cleavage. Did you see it? She's smiling, and there she's got those knockers standing Whoa. right out with her four inches of cleavage. Apparently, she didn't see the picture of you with your 11 inches of cleavage. <laughs> Anyway, the contest was who has more cleavage, you or Cardozula, and in my book, you won, but you know what? I got nasty people. Some man sent me a thing about um, abusing abusing women or something and accusing me of being like um, exploiting women. Me of all people exploiting women. I, I'd exploit my ass before I'd exploit your tits, trust me. But anyway... A lot of people thought it was crude and not nice that I decided to have a cleavage contest. So now, instead, I'm going to have a penis contest <laughs> and have men send in pictures of their penises and who has the biggest, longest, and fattest penis will win. So we'll see how they like that. But how are you going to put those people? Because you'll get banned if you put those pictures up. I'm just up. joking, Jimmy. Why do you believe everything I say? <laughs> he believes everything I say. No, it would I be say. interesting. No, no. When I met him, I told him I was 26. He believed it. 
Yes. He believes everything. I, Jim, come here. You got a big snot hanging out of you. No, you got a, a bugger. Come here. It's a big one. Don't do no, that. No, I, I, I don't I, care. We're married. I could grab your buggers. No, I'm not gonna no you got a big snot. No, I swear to God. I don't I'm, believe you. I swear on my daughters. You have a bugger hanging there that doesn't Get it, Ron. Get it. He's picking his he nose on it. the other pig. No, it's, oh. it's still there. Ah, that hurts me. Those are hairs oh. in my nose. Those are oh. boogers. You got a pubic area in your nose, in your nostrils. <laughs> it looks like a pubic uh, area. That, that hurts. Oh, Jimmy, you got to get that hair out of your nose. Give him the razor, the little buzzer it there. It's a long one hanging. It's almost like a bouffant, like a fall, you, you know, like a wiglet. It. So, Chad, wiglet. real you quick, could, because style uh, it. our first guest is having trouble. He can't find the request, and he's new to Skype, kind of. Uh, and it says, he, how, where did you go to find the request? Well, you have to open up your program, your Skype program, and then uh -huh. in the search bar, you would punch in W4CY Radio. Click search when you see the station. But I already sent him, like, multiple requests. I'll start doing it again real quick here. Hey. I'm bored with my hair color. What you want? I don't, I don't want a white hair anymore. I was thinking of going like a dark, dark, ashy blonde. I want everybody's opinion. Should I go ashy blonde or stay with this old man white? It's just you know, dull and boring after all. No, no, I think the white works for you. Maybe if I'm in Palm Springs where I have sunshine, I get a nice tan. But I've lost my tan already. You know, it's winter here. It's cold. We have the heat on. Leaves it's are falling. It's day with the heat on because it's supposed to get 30 tonight. You know, L.A. said it's 100. Could you believe it's 100 in L.A., Los Angeles, Oof. California, is 100 degrees That's in weird. this time of year? Is that the world? It's that chink. He's blowing up all those bombs out in the water. Korean guy. What's Korean? Whatever his name is. Kim Novak. What's his yeah. name? Kim, Kim, Kim Novak. Jong, Kim Jong no, Wang. Novak, right. Wang. That, me <laughs> that mentally ill, ugly, fat little creature. Easy. He's, he, I don't want easy bullshit. He's blowing up all the ocean, Pacific Ocean, with oh. his bombs, and it's changing the weather. And nobody's listening to me. We have weather change here, folks. And it's nuclear that's doing it, plus all the filthy cars and, fish. and, and, mm. and cigarette smoking. Anyway. All right, so that's yeah, why yeah. L.A.'s 100 degrees. Got it. Kim Jong is ruining up the world. He doesn't care. Let's get him on the line. Kim Jong, I got what to tell him. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> oh, he'd slit his wrist after I got through with him. It'd be over. Oh, he would kill himself. He couldn't face tomorrow. I'd lay that bitch out like there's no... I would lay him out like he's never been laid Damn. out before. I can be a vicious little twat when I want to be, you know. <laughs> Listen to him. I am. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm really a nice guy. Uh, Jimbo, I keep sending him uh, requests. I'm not getting well, then anything. Tell him to go screw himself. He can't be on our show Hold tonight. on a second. Go I said screw so. <laughs> Got it. You got it? I got No, I told him to go screw himself. Ron told me to. Uh -oh. Good. I'm, I'm going to tell him when, I, when he comes on. How do I look <laughs> well, in how purple? Do you, like what page? Because he keeps saying, Chad, he's, uh, that he's on the, he, he'll back out of the contact page and see if it's there. Like, well, there's only one page on Skype, right? That's correct. Oh, they're all so stupid. There's only, there's only one page on Skype. <laughs> Jimmy gives me a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> how do I look in purple? I never wear purple. Today I'm in a purple, lovely shirt by I don't give a shit who, but by some designer because the shirt costs like a million five hundred thousand. Really? It's a very expensive shirt. You got to feel the cotton. It's some kind of like pubic 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 puma. I've seen puma. I've seen you in better shirts, but it looks comfy. It looks soft. It is comfortable. The fabric is fabulous, and the design in person is really beautiful. But I don't like the shirt. 
I don't think Purple does anything. For, and that thing Jimmy's got on is one of his own creations. I mean, that's enough to scare you to death. I love scare it. you. Oh, but it's a scary shirt. Jimmy. No, it's not. It's an autumn shirt. It's all fall. Yeah, but and it's no really one else scary. has it. It's really but no. It's, it's a Jimmy Star original. Thank God. Right. There's only one. That's Could you cool. imagine if there were a few around? Exactly. But uh, it's not for me. I don't think we look good today, Jimmy. Oh well. Do <laughs> you with the snots now. and the pubic hair hanging out uh, of your nose? I don't it's just a, a mess. And me with this ugly white hair. No, that, white, what do you white mean? Everybody loves your white hair. And purple shirt. We look like shit, the two of us. We should really just go radio today. No, we can't. We, meanwhile, um, where's this guest? You want me to cut the video feed? What? <laughs> no, don't cut the video feed. We need the video feed. <laughs> no, we, no. I need it for things. <laughs> We're a TV show. Shad, cut it out. I don't know what to do, though, if he can't find us and he can't like figure well, you, it out. I can tell him to call in. <clears throat> I know, but that's no fun. Sure I mean, I isn't. guess we can. Then he'll come back another time after he learns how to use Skype. Call in. Let's see. Well, you want, you want, yeah, he has to call us, right? We can't call in. Mm -hmm. I have no mercy for these people. When I was young, if we if had. If it was you, though, you couldn't do it. Sweetie, when I was young, there's nothing I couldn't do. He's not young. He's your age. He's a... <laughs> well, that's why the poor bastard. He's 150. No, he's in his 50s or 60s. What is, well, what is he's he a country about? singer. He doesn't know how to do and it. A, and a country singer to boot? A shit kicker that knows how to work Skype? What are you, out of your mind? <laughs> he's <laughs> fabulous. Let I'm me what? tell you something. If I were 19 years old and we had back then the equipment we have today, I would have been a super, superstar because I would have learned how to do Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. And, and and Tristan's in the chat room, and Tristan says you look better when you wear bright colors. Everybody else says that you look fabulous. No, Hannah Clive says you look great, and your hair looks fabulous against the black backdrop. Yeah, but what about this ugly purple? I should never wear purple. I paid too much. I won't tell you how much I paid for this shirt because I'm ashamed. And if I didn't wear it, I would return it. Maybe I could still return it if I don't oh, I have cologne on it. Shit. Anyway, it was outrageously expensive, and I don't buy expensive clothes ever. I don't, I don't believe in it, especially that we have to wear different clothes every week. As my friend Eileen Shapiro pointed out to me last week, she said, how many shirts do you have? And I said, well, over 200. We have the whole boiler room of our house with poles on the ceiling with just shirts that we wear on our show. Don't forget... I'm on this show now. How many years? Four or five. Four five or five years. Five years. And a sh one shirt every week for five years. That's a lot. Who, who does math out there? I don't know. It's too many shirts. It's, it's, it's a lot it's of 250 shirts. shirts. Hey, Chad. Yeah. Uh, is it 561-623-9429? That is correct. I'll just tell him to call on a phone, and then we'll get bring him back after we practice it. Sure. Okay. Tell him he's getting bitch smacked when uh, he comes on. Uh-oh. No, I'm not going to tell him that. Right, I'm going to torture he this will. guy. I'm going to absolutely torture him no, for doing not. this. You see, I'm going to torture him. I'm going to say, listen, cowboy, learn how to use a fucking computer. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Get off your horse and learn to use your computer. <laughs> anyway. Is this the guy that has that nice song I like? You like his song, yeah. Client. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's free you, you know, You're whispering with that face, like no people can't see uh, what you're whispering. It, his name is, I mean, his what name an is asshole. Bill Jones, and the name of the the band you know, is Free Willy. You know something? And we play this music every week. I know, I like him. In Brooklyn, we learned at a very young age, mama's eyes. My mother had eyes. My aunt had eyes. All they had to do was walk into a certain way, and you knew exactly what they wanted you to do. Shut your mouth. Sit there. Don't do anything. Those eyes were like this. Chad, <laughs> <laughs> who is that? I got your caller on the line. Is it on Skype or on the phone? It's the phone. Oh, Hello. 
Hey. Hey. What's, what's wrong? <laughs> Get off your know, horse. Man. Get off your horse and learn how to do Skype. <laughs> God damn it, we want to see you. Well, I'll I, tell you what. I just sent you a link via email that, that opened a conversation that if you click on that link, I guess we'll be together. But yeah. we want to see you because we hear your music every week and we wonder what you look like. And now we thought we'd get to see you. Now I'm not going to tell you I like your song. I think your song sucks. Oh, man. All right? The song is a piece of shit. Nobody should buy it. Now we're going to talk with you then, Bill, and we're going to work it out that we'll bring you back in a couple of weeks, but we'll actually have to test it ahead of Wait time. Wait a second. Can anybody do anything for this? Is there anybody around there? Texas is very barren. I know that. <laughs> but maybe somebody's going to ride by in a stagecoach. Can you wave them down and get them to help you out? Go ahead. Get your actually, guitar. I'll, Listen to me. Get I'll, the guitar. Smash it over your head. You deserve it. You deserve to be eating with your own fucking guitar for not oh. coming on and showing us your face. Oh. So there you go. And this, you don't think you can link? You can't link to me? I don't even know what that is, that thing. I'll send it to Chad and let but, him you look You know, at while it. you're talking to us on the phone, see if you can't work the fucking phone. The, the, the Skype Chad thing, whatever it is. See, you made me curse. God's going to punish me. Mm -hmm. Chad, I just sent you some, what he sent me, but I don't know what that is. Because that's, that's like different stuff I've never seen. You're on, you were trying to do it on Skype, right, Bill? Yeah, I'm on Skype, and I'm on, on my computer. Because I thought we needed that camera. I didn't think you'd want to do it on the phone. And I, my phone can't even do it anyway. But uh, don't anyway, uh, so this, this thing, I set up this conversation. It said, send people to this link. And if they click on that, they'll be on the conversation. So uh, apparently, if you click on that, then we'll be looking at each other. I don't know how to oh, do good. that. Oh, good. That would be nice. Uh, now, tell me about your song, the one I no, like. No, no, no. Wait a second. Because first, got to introduce him and do all oh, the things. Oh, fuck all that bullshit. Oh. Just cut so how, the first off, since, you are, since you are Free Willy, Bill, how do you want to be introduced? you want to be introduced mm -hmm. as Bill Jones from Free Willy or as Free Willy? Or how do you want? Because we got to do a proper yeah. introduction. Yeah, the band is actually Free Willy. I'm not Free Willy. I'm just uh, W.B. Jones of Free Willy Band. There you go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, W.B. Jones from the Free Willy Band. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with the, the crass one, uh, our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I have no intention of speaking to this gentleman because he has not fulfilled <laughs> his total obligation to our show. <laughs> then we got so high anyway, Ron. Well, I want to know how, what made you write that nice song, and you don't even know how to work Skype. <laughs> I mean, that song of yours is really terrific. Jimmy, what's the name of you it? You like Get In The Car, I think, is the one you like. Which one is that? Well, There's you, two of them I like. Anyway, what doesn't matter. Two. We're going to be playing some I like of them one more bit. than the other. Get In The Car, I think. Yeah, I think it's Get In The Car. Yeah, Get In The Car, because that reminds you of when I was the cop. I did a movie, and I had to tell this beautiful <laughs> girl to get in the car, and I did it with a Brooklyn accent. Get in the car! Get in the car now! And I kept screaming it. <laughs> That's so hold right. on, we got to finish introducing you. So you got, we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Chad. Welcome to the show. Sorry we couldn't work it out there, but uh, you're sounding good. Yeah, thank you. Well, we'll get it worked out the next time, way ahead of time. So wait a minute, do you consider yourself handsome or ugly? Oh, I'm very handsome, Ron. See that? You're not showing <laughs> us your handsome face. You're a dog. Oh. <laughs> you're really a mutt. I really mean it. So when do I meet you one day? I'm going to kick you in the shins, knock the shit out of you. Yeah. Brooklyn style, Brooklyn style. All right, well, then, there you go. then we've also got a chat room full of people laughing, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. 
Bye, chat room. We basically have England, Germany, Estonia, uh, like almost every major country, Belgium, all the major countries, like uh, in the chat room at the moment. And uh, Eileen's also in the chat room. Say hi to Eileen. Hi, Eileen. There you go. <laughs> play the song I like. No, we're not going to play it yet. We're going to talk to them. Are, about oh, yeah, but are we going to play the song I yeah, like? Yeah, we're going to play it. We'll get, get in the car. We're going to play it. That's the one I would buy. Okay, well, we're going to play it. How much is it anyway? If it's I 99 to, cents. That's all? For that song, 99 cents? That's yeah. cheap. Anyway, hang on. Let me just you go. Cause charge like $10 for that song. All right, everybody. So listen up. We have WB Jones from Free Willy Band. You guys can follow Free Willy on Twitter. They're at Free Willy Band. Um, the website is freewillyband.com. So you're in Texas, right? Yes, sir. Crockett, Texas. Deep East, Texas. What, what, where is that like in relation to like a major town? What's the closest it's, one? Uh, it's exactly uh, halfway between Houston and Dallas. Oh, there I know go. it well. I drive through there all the time. I do. There going, you go. Going cross country, it's, it's part of the highway, right? The main highway yes, to, to uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, I go through there. Nothing there. The Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, I go, that's how I get to Palm Springs. I go to Texas. We have to Texas. drive through okay. Texas to get to Palm Springs. Yeah, 10. it's a 12-hour fucking drive. Would you believe 12 hours <laughs> to get through Texas? And I, I get crazy because you see four cows, one little house, and maybe a little old Indian lady <laughs> making tacos somewhere. I mean, it's really a barren land. Don't <laughs> yeah, you? you're thinking of uh, West Texas. You're thinking of West Texas, Ron. Well, East, West. I'm in deep, deep East Texas. My, my pine trees in my yard are as big as California pine trees, so... Oh, uh, beautiful, but, but, beautiful part of the state where I am. But uh, Texas is very beautiful. If the dust would ever stop blowing, you could see it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, seriously, it's 12 hours to go from the beginning of Texas to the end of Texas. When you go into right. New, Me New Mexico, is 12 hours of driving. Makes yes. you crazy. Unbelievable. So the you guys, state, and go ahead. Go I was going to say, New Mexico takes two and a half hours to get through once you get to Texas. Yeah, so. then I'm in Arizona. Yeah. Once, once I'm in yeah. Phoenix, I'm in Palm Springs in an hour and a half, two hours. I drive fast. You got to love it. All right, you guys. So WB Jones is with Free Willy Band. They got a new album out. It's called Remember the Alamo. What I want to do is so people can hear it and, I love and listen the Alamo. to it. Uh, we're going to actually uh, play a song. And uh, Hey, Chad. Did I introduce you to Chad, Bill? Bill? Yes, I don't know. You I did. Remember. Hi again, Chad. Yeah, there you go. I'm there. having like a retarded day here, but no, anyway. No, you better take those pills for <laughs> old people that lose their minds. I can't help Bill, it. Bill, I have to say, my favorite part of Texas is absolutely the canal in uh, San Antonio. I'm crazy about San Antonio. San Antonio. Whenever I go, I stop there. Jimmy, you have to eat on the canals. They have boats going up and down these beautiful canals, and the restaurants are gorgeous. I've been to San Antonio before. So why are you letting me tell you you're going to well, I've never it? eaten on the rivers before. but I, I work the river. But, I love it. But WB, like how far away is Crockett, Texas from San Antonio? About uh, three and a half hours. Oh, that's not too bad. Well, it's long, but I love San Antonio, and that's where the Alamo yeah. is. And so the Alamo was fascinating how they lighted it at night. It's absolutely beautiful. And that's the name of Free Willy's new album, you guys. Remember the Alamo. Chad, do you have uh, Get in the Car video ready? I, yeah, I want to hear my song. That's All right, my so song. here's what we're going to do. Uh, WB, you're going you're gonna to introduce the song for us. We're going to play the video. You're going to hang on because we're going to talk afterwards. But that way people can hear uh, how great the song is. Anybody who's tuning in for the first time um, hasn't heard it. We play it a lot. We love it. And uh, go ahead and introduce it for us. We're going to play it. And then as soon as it's done, we'll be back. Okay, I just get in the car. I wrote it about 10 years ago. I was telling my wife, it is what it is. She said, you need to put that in a song. So I went for a walk and wrote this song, and uh, 
it appeals to everyone because we all love our cars and it's got a nostalgic feel because it, it uh, represents a couple that's made it all the way from start to finish. So there you go. And it cer- certainly is my favorite. Get in the car, you guys, by free well, Willie. Wherever you go, there you are. What do you say, baby? Get in the car. It is what it is, and that's okay. Get in the car, baby. What do you say? Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime. We'll see the whole world, and we'll do it all on my dime. It ain't a crime. Get in the car, let's get out of this town Fasten your seatbelt now, push the pedal down Finders, keepers, losers, weepers Get in the car, baby, jeepers, creepers One in the hands, work two in the bush Get in the car, but don't get in no rush Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on a trip of a lifetime We'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime It ain't a crime, get in the car, let's get out of this town Put your hair up and I'll put the top down Save those tears for a rainy day Get in the car, baby, what do you say? What I wish for on a star Wishes come true, baby, get in the car Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime we'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime It ain't a crime, get in the car, let's get out of this town Don't look back, we ain't never gonna turn around Well, the years have come and gone, so much has changed, but we go on. You've always let me drive, but now I see. You've always been the one who turned the key. Get in the car. There you go. All right, everybody. So that was getting your car, getting the get in the car by Free Willy Band. It's available off the album. Remember the Alamo. It's on all the digital download sites worldwide, and uh, everybody loves it. Everybody in the chat room is loving it. And there's a ton of people in the chat room, Bill. So like everybody says, it's really good. Feel good music or some of the comments. 
Uh, and for 99 yeah. cents, Jesus Christ, you can't even get a bag of potato chips for 99. Can you? Those little no. bags in the store? Oh, I'm very, I sell them unless they're How much stale. are those little bags of potato chips? $1.69 or something. Okay, so, dollars. so for 99 cents, you get forever music. I was just telling Bill, his kind of music is not my favorite kind of music, but I like something just called music. It doesn't have a title. It doesn't have a type. This is called music, and I like it because it's solely music, like jazz and and you know other so other music. They have titles. Don't you agree with me? The like chat room. Music. Just music. Who gives a shit what it's called? As long as it's nice and it makes you tap your foot and it makes you feel good. It's called music. I love music, not types. Well, Ron, Ron, I tried to uh, I tried to kind of get a, a signature sound on this album and we're going to roll it into album two but you'll be happy to learn that uh it's jazzy bluesy this time instead of bluegrassy so right. uh album two will really really uh float your boat i think you're gonna be right well really send us when it comes out. send us album two i'm not spending 99 cents <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second because i actually like wrote this down because like then chad are you listening hey chad all Chad's the time sleeping. <laughs> okay, so listen up, because I know, because like I found this interesting, and since uh, also uh, Chad is also a country music artist, right. he's our engineer at the radio station, uh -huh. and he has a, he performs all over South Florida as Chad and Heather with his uh, his his significant other. I was gonna say girlfriend, but I, I guess it's more than girlfriend when you're like been together no, as long as they it's are. It's just his piece. I consider my, her my wife. Your wife, okay. So your significant other, yeah. and living so this is sin, this is what they sin. say about the free willy sound involves lead instruments playing over the top of each other on the breaks rather than having instruments taking turns, and to inject lead breaks throughout the songs, including during the vocal parts. So like I've never heard anybody describe music that way before, uh, and I hear it now that I listen to it, and I hear that you said that, Bill, and that that's what how you kind of like described it. But I think it's a really cool thing, and I thought Chad might. Um, Chad would get that since he's an actual music, an actual real musician. Bill, how long have you been doing this? Oh, since I was about ten. And it shows. Well, thanks. It, def it definitely shows because you know, when you have a talent, you grow with it, or the talent grows with you, and it gets better and better and better. I am far better now, comedian, than I was when I started at nineteen years old. In 1959, <laughs> imagine 1959. Oh, wow! I was on a stage like a moron, trying to make people laugh, and they were laughing because I was so bad. But uh, and I did it in high heels and a dress and a wig. That was even funnier. So, but Bill, though, <laughs> wait, wait, let's let's talk about that a little bit because Free Willy was just formed in the fall of 2016. I know you've written songs your whole life. Were you in other bands before you were in Free Willy? I was. I I did some you know duet stuff. Uh, Early on, I was in a, a Christian rock band for about five years, a seven-piece wow. band uh, back when that was a big deal, you know, in the 70s. And then uh, and then this little bluegrass band, we move every couple of years with my work. And so everywhere I go, I find some people to pick with, and we'll put something together and, and play around. But, uh, but this is uh, my first recording project, so it's been a lot of fun to get it all together. I love it. We should give some shout-outs to some other people who are uh, a part of the whole thing. I wrote that it was formed in the fall of 2016, produced by Jim Taylor, who also plays bass and sings harmony. Um, you're the rhythm guitarist and lead singer. We want to give a shout-out to Spence. Pe How do I say his last name? Pepard? Pepard, yes, sir. 
He's the lead guitar, drums, and sings harmony. Kevin Carter, fiddle and mandolin, and Steve DeVries, banjo and harmonica, which, you know, we have a lot of bands come on the show, but hardly ever do we ever have anybody come on who's got fiddle players, mandolin players, banjo players, <laughs> harmonica players. It's all just, you but know, you drum know, and bass and rhythm guitar. <laughs> you, you know what it's like? Right. It's like you start off with chicken soup. You put water, you throw chicken in it, right? Now, what have you got? Right. Water and chicken. But if you throw celery, carrots, and all kinds of goodies, you got good soup. And, baby, you made good soup with this song. Ron, did I make chicken soup for the soul? <laughs> I think so. I... <laughs> it's, it's good chicken soup. I don't know. I get crazy sometimes, and I think of weird shit. But anyway, it's a your song reminds me of chicken soup. Right? Well, thank you. No, I think it's as good as good homemade chicken. Not a goodness. Soup. Absolutely, we've got, we've got a lot of fun. I think it's terrific, and you guys, if you guys are on, if, yeah, if you guys are uh, people who like to hang out on Reverb Nation, uh, Free Willy's on Reverb Nation, it's ReverbNation.com slash Free Willy Band, uh, they're getting a lot of traffic on their page and lots of plays and stuff, we'd love it if you guys would follow and support Free Willy, get the album, remember the Alamo, he's got another song called Another Day, Another Dollar that he uh, just did a video for yesterday. <laughs> and I like it a lot, and we want to get those videos up. So if you guys go to YouTube, just plug in Free Willy Band. Um, you can plug in Get in the Car or Another Day, Another Dollar. We're going to play this one for you. Um, Chad, you got Another Day, Another Dollar? I do. So, all right, Bill, you got to introduce this one, too. Introduce it for us. We're going to play it for everybody, and uh, and hopefully people are going to love this one, too. That's right. I used to all right, say. Well, but during the break, uh, or while you were listening to the first video, guys, Ron and I were talking about where songs come from, and this one uh, came to me from the same place the others do, which is wherever songs come from. But as far as the uh, the feel to it, uh, I'm, I'm especially proud of this one because I started my career at Newport New Shipbuilding when I was 18 years old. So the, the talk about being a blue-collar worker and how it feels to have to work late, um, all the things that are associated with, with working hard and, and uh, doing it to make ends meet for your for your significant other is uh, what I wrote, and, and I'm very connected to it uh, at a soul level, and, and people that work hard also relate to it well. So No, no question about it. Rich is better. Rich is definitely better than working class. <laughs> There's nothing like rich. Very rich is even better than rich. But you guys are going to really like this one, you guys. It's called Another Day, Another Dollar by Free Willy Band. Enjoy it. Here it is. is work. That's why they call it work. Something that my daddy said to me. A man must work to prove that he's a man. To build a home and feed his family. Another day, another dollar. Put on my shirt with a blue cow. There's a patch with my first name. Cause all the workers look the same. Punch the clock and get my but I keep staring out that gate Written all the years to follow Another day, another dollar
is work. That's why they call it work. Something I must do most every day. So I show up and do as I'm told. Thinking, man, there's got to be a better way. Another day, another dollar. The boss man loves to do now. But I'm not the only one wishing he'd leave us alone. I just smile and bite my tongue Cause one day he'll get his bell rung Until then my pride I swallow Another day, another dollar Call it work. Whistles blowing, ships about to start. It's one more time. I head out to the plant. I do it for the girl who won my heart. Another day, another dollar. Loving her makes me feel tall. All this working seems worthwhile when I see my baby smile. And when I get the feeling great. Boss man says we're working late. Better find a phone to call. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, I'm gonna find a phone and call. Another day, hey, 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 another dollar. go jimbo all right everybody so that's another day another dollar by free willy <laughs> and you guys can follow him at free willy band on twitter it's freewillyband.com the name of the album is remember the alamo and we have wb jones from free willy on the phone and everybody loves it and that title is great because when i was young as an actor you had to have a job to survive i was a hairdresser and i used to use that phrase when i left work okay another day another dollar because we got dollar tips in those days. No, really. We would do a whole head. You know, they'd wash it. We'd set it, comb it out, put wiglets in, do all that bullshit. And the customer, wiglets fake hair like you have hanging out of your nose. Um, <laughs> That's not fake. <laughs> and they would, they would uh, give you a dollar tip because that was a big deal back in the 1960s. A dollar tip was a lot. If you made like mm -hmm. four bucks in tips plus 15 a day in salary, you were doing well. Chat, Chad, everybody, Chad, everybody in the chat room saying you should like all that the Free Willy music, and everybody says it's a great, it's a great chicken soup. <laughs> See that? Now we started a whole new. We place. started something new. We started yeah. something good soup. Good soup. Hey, uh, we're on, right? Yes. What? Uh, you got quiet on me there. Um, no, I, was, I was drinking my orange soda. I'm back to orange soda now. Chad is oh, okay. going to lecture me. I was going to say that, uh, you know, there's a lot of guitar work on that song, all the songs actually, but Spence Papard, the guy playing that, is on the uh, A-list on Music Row now in Nashville. He had to pack up and move from Nacogdoches to Nashville because he was in such high demand. So he's a session player on Music Row in Nashville now. He's, Congratulations he's to him. Down. Yeah, isn't that awesome? 
he flies down uh, for our sessions to work on album two. So he's uh, he's a great guy to 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 be willing to do that and to to hang with the band until we get ten albums done. Which I'm guessing. I think my my goal is to do like Dire Straits and get all the albums out there first, and then we'll go on tour. Has that sound? So who? We've only got a couple minutes, but who is like your favorite? Do you have a, a favorite country artist that like your go-to? Like if you were in your car and you can't say yourself, so who would be like the first person that you turned on or threw a CD in on or listened to on Spotify or something? Who would be your go-to artist? Hmm. Well, I'd have to think of one that somebody knows that I listen to a lot of indie stuff. Um, <laughs> so do about, I. Uh, about, I don't know. How about like a rascal? Like I like Rascal Flats. That's very mainstream, I know. But like I think they're fun, and you can. I like anybody who you can sing along. Well, I'd like to give well, a shout know. out to Johnny Mathis because Johnny Mathis just put out a new album at eighty. How old is he? I'm seventy-seven. He's about eighty-two. Eighty-two years old, and his voice sounds the same. And everybody, go out and buy Johnny Mathis's album. I forgot what it's called. It's not really that great because he's trying to sound like today. <laughs> well, he's trying to sing like today, and it's not. I know him, by the way. You know, he's a lovely, yeah. lovely man. Very gentle, soft-spoken, sweetie. But go out and buy his album. One song is good on it. Actually, they're also saying, though, Bill, they're saying in the chat room that they love the picking on it and that the instrumentation is excellent. So you picked really great musicians. I think that I think that you're going to have a great career or second career, I guess, since you have a career. Uh, second career as a musician and songwriter. I think the songs are really good. I think, uh, you know, I, I like getting in the car so much because I like songs you can sing. That's why I like Rascal Flats because you can sing along to their songs. And, and for sure. me, like, music that you can, like, sing along to is the most fun. You know, even though I can't sing, it just, for me, it's fun to drive around and, like, sing along <laughs> to it. And so I think that that's. That your he, music he has really, that quality. He really can't sing. He really can't. I know, but that, but your song, but <laughs> no, your, no, really, but your music actually like has that quality that you can sing along to it. So I, I think it's really cool and a lot of fun. And when Jimmy sings, to me, it's like chewing on tin foil. <laughs> Thank you. It's that feeling. Where your teeth hurt and it goes. I don't sound ear. good like you, Bill. Let's put it that way. So here's no. what we're gonna do, you guys, because we gotta we gotta go to another guest, Bill. First of all, we're gonna like have you come back in a couple of weeks, and when so we, we figure it out, we're gonna ask you so we can see you, and maybe by then we'll have another video. We'll start something new. All right. But this is Free Willy Band, you guys. Please follow them on Twitter at Free Willy Band. Uh, the website is FreeWillyBand.com. It's ReverbNation.com slash uh, Free Willy Band. The name of the album is Remember the Alamo. Um, get it on iTunes. Remember any artists you. You know they only get paid when you buy their music so please support free willy band uh, get the album it's very inexpensive and also check out the youtube page and the videos for get in the car in another day another dollar and uh, bill we want to thank you for coming on and we'll work it out better for the next shot good good well, thank good. you jimmy and rod Chad, right. thank you billy you pleasure bye -bye. Good, good luck my friend thanks hi i have a shout out and i don't want to bring down the moment because we're having fun but I would like to do a, a respect to a Facebook friend of mine who has passed away, uh, Judy Weisenberg from uh, Las Vegas has passed away. Uh, she's so loved. You have to see Facebook, all the hundreds of people saying how we love Judy. She was so sweet and kind. She always gave us like the meal of the day and she would call us pallies and do all kinds of kind things. If you were in any kind of trouble, she came right away to your page and, and gave you support and strength. Uh, she, she, she will be so missed on Facebook. Uh, rest in peace, my sweet Judy. We love you very much. There you nice, go. Mom. 
RIP. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Our second guest is going to be able to like do this either or not because they oh, what are we had problems today. Don't and, uh, and, uh, so we're going to try and call her, but why don't we play? Um, why don't we play a Motels video, only the lonely, and then you try and call them and see if we can get it hooked up. Great song, let's do it. Uh, everybody, this is the Motels, only the lonely, and hopefully we're going to have the hotel, only the Motels the on the, the phone in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we walked the loneliest mile. We smile without any style We kiss all together wrong No intention We lie about each other's strengths We live without each other Thinking what anyone would do Without me and you Jimbo, there you go. Where you are. Okay, okay, okay. All right, everybody. So that was the Motels Only the Lonely. And now we have Martha Davis from the Motels on the phone. Hello and on video Skype. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, Jimmy Star Show. How are Here you doing? Are yes. Well, we're involved in modern technology, which is not really my forte. So let's just cross our fingers on this one. Absolutely. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi. Hi, Ron Russell. Now, listen, I wanted to ask you again. Did you know Jane Russell, the actress? I, 
I did not know Jane Russell. Oh, because was she, she had a place up where you are in Oregon, and Kim she Novak did? there also. Wow. Did she have oh. alpacas as well? No, I don't think she had alpacas. She just had a little cottage that she oh, went up I would, there. I would like to find out where that was because she was pretty awesome, that gal. Jane that Russell is best friend. My best friend. And did you, <laughs> you know who Kim Novak is, don't you? I adore Kim Novak. Well, she's a neighbor of yours. She lives up there also. She has a big, big, big spread on the river. What's the famous river up there? Columbia. That's where she's on that river, right on it. I'm very near that river. There are a lot of famous movie stars that have moved up, up to where you are. Well, Oregon, Washington State, they all went up there. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful up here, and I can understand why. I mean, it's like, you know... Where are you guys located right now? Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. That's a pretty place. Philadelphia is a beautiful city. Be beautiful, cute, clean, beautiful city. I agree. Exactly. Wait a second. Exactly. Oh, it's not New York. It's not New York, but it's damn well oh, near it. Hang on. We have to finish our introductions real quick. So we've also got the man behind the boards. You can't see him, but you can hear him. Mr. Chad Murphy. He's in Florida. Martha Davis, welcome. Love the motels. Love it. Then we have a chat room full of people, and they all are saying hello, and uh, they love you and stuff like that. So say hi to the chat room. Hello, chat room. There you go. <laughs> that was a good hello. My dogs are saying hello as well in the background. And what kind of dogs do you have? Uh, which ones? Let's see. There's three chihuahuas, and I was never a chihuahua lover, so I don't know how I ended up with three, but... One is a one-eyed chihuahua. One is the softest chihuahua you've ever met. One is a chihuahua that doesn't have any hair, and I don't think that that's intentional. And then um, then I have two black dogs that are look like Labradors, only they're low and long. So that's a Labrador that met maybe a Basset Hound or a Corgi or something. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, Danny, who's a complete breed of her own, who's just a wire-haired little crazy person. And have, uh, then my roommate one. has two, two corgis, so we have a dog park here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I could do that so easily. Well, I could do that, too. Yeah. We have two rescue dogs. We have a Brazilian Mastiff and a hairless, I mean, uh, and a like old English old English sheepdog sheep. terrier mix. I, oh. I, I once had five dogs. I had yeah. a St. Bernard Cocker Spaniel, two Lasso Apsus, and how, how I mean, who I own a beagle. Aw, <laughs> yeah. it's good. It's good. They do outnumber me, and... I was using my outside voice this morning in my frustration. Right. There you go. So, so how big of a ranch do you have? <clears throat> I have 72 acres. Oh, away. That's yeah. not a ranch. That's a, that's a world. <laughs> it, it is a world, and I haven't even seen all of it someday. You're <laughs> kidding me. You have 72 acres? Good for you. Yeah, well, wow. well, I'm, a, I'm a very much a dirt girl, and because, you know, when you're performing, you're always in cities, and... So when I'm done performing, I like to go home to where there's no cities around me. And I have some little towns that I can go to. But up here, it's just me and whatever nature wants to throw at me. I, I love, love that, too. I'm not a city. I'm born in the city, raised in the city, but I much prefer the country for living. I believe you go to the action. You don't live in the action. Exactly. <clears throat> because living in yeah. the action, you could blow your brains out. I exactly. love it. So we have to do we have to do a, a promo thing real quick because uh um we we know you have a show coming up the motels are going to be playing November first at the Ridgefield Playhouse you can follow them on Twitter at our Playhouse it's at 80 East Road Ridgefield Connecticut the phone number is two zero three four three eight five seven nine five it's November first you guys will hear all the hits and maybe what uh, and a new are you going to play the new song 
We're going to play some new songs. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic, you guys. And to get tickets, you can go to ridgefieldplayhouse.org. And uh, and you guys, everybody wants to see the motels. They're so fu- freaking fabulous. It's not even funny. So everybody oh, needs to go get your tickets. Uh, get you your tickets and support. Guess what, guess, guess what? November 1st is also the day that the single comes out. So you guys will be there the day that our first single comes out. It's called Lucky Stars. And it is going to be how did they say dropped or what? How do you what do you do? Released, with dropped, yeah, dropped it, released it. It's uh, okay. you guys. First of all, it's fabulous, and we're going to be playing it for everybody in a little bit anyway, because um, we have it. So we're going to play it for everybody. The name of the song, and I, as soon as I heard it, I knew it was you guys. So it's it's very like Motel signature. It's fabulous, and I was and super super excited. Now I have to ask my question, which I ask okay. everyone: How'd you come up with the name Motel? <laughs> That you t- you ask everyone why how they came up with the name motels? No 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 no. Some people have weird names in groups, <laughs> and and I think motel go, Martha. <laughs> motel is a weird name for a singing group because motel to me means sleep or sex. So <laughs> how did you come and up that with has motel? To do with music, come on. As <laughs> <laughs> <Has> everything. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Gerard, the first guitar player in the motels, had a had a line. He said, "I." She put her hand on my leg, and I turned into a motel. But that's not what happened. Um, what happened was we were driving down uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood, California, to our first show, which was at Barney's Beanery, a very... I notable- know Barney's Beanery. Yeah, everybody knows Barney's She lived in that place. <laughs> yeah, and, and for a split second, they had music there, and we were the music, and then they decided not to have music anymore, and I don't know if we were the reason for that, too, but on the way to that, on the way to that gig, there, Santa Monica used to be where all the motels were. All the people would come to town, and they'd stay at these crazy old motels. They are no longer there, but um, Dean Chamberlain looked up. Our name at that point was the Angels of Mercy, and I was just like, we have to do something more than play music. We have to bring blankets and soup or do something. Uh, and I really wasn't I wasn't happy with that name. And he looked up and he said, what about the motels? And I went, bingo. And we went in Barney's Beanery, and they said, and now the Angels of And I went, no. And they said, what are you? I said, we're the motels. Okay, good, it. good, good story. But uh, the, the beanery, I, we used to eat there all the time back in the '60s. And believe it or not, Cher would eat there all the time, and you would see her in that that place. Also, there was a um, a transsexual girl that worked the bar. She was a guy once, and then a beautiful girl, and her name was um, like a state. What was it? Uh, Nassau. And Na- <laughs> do you ever know Nassau? She was a tall, beautiful. <laughs> converted guy from a woman from I didn't know Nassau. All I know is they paid us in tokens that we could buy hamburgers with. <laughs> well, you know, the hamburgers were good. They, they had were good, hamburgers. good hamburgers. Is it still there, Barney's? I think Barney's still there, and now they have one in Burbank. And now You're kidding. It's not, I think the original one's probably kind of original, but the new one's just like, you know, it's like that franchisey thing that goes on and kills yeah, well, all the kills like, all the people. Like all hippies, they went commercial. That was a hippie hangout back in the yeah. 60s. I mean, yeah. when I was a hippie, I guess we well, were all hippies once. So you were originally from L.A. or you just went and stayed no, there? No, no, no. I lived, I, I, my parents, my father was in the business, so we went back and forth. And I lived in L.A. as much as I lived in New York uh, in, yeah. in spurts. 
But when I was uh, 26 years old, I was living in L.A. permanently, and that was back in the early 60s. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember the days when Hollywood was the best place to live. I mean, it was it was cool. It was unbelievable. Was Did Rodney have the, the English disco when you were there? The Rodney English English disco. No, I I was there when Whiskey A Go Go was the big thing. Yeah. And uh, what other clubs were there? A whole bunch of them. I don't remember now, but it was cool. Sunset Boulevard was really a cool boulevard. Do you remember yeah. when uh, there was that little house on the triangle where all the hippies would be laying on the grass? The Source? Was, was that restaurant? The Source? We were maybe. Talking. Maybe. It was the hippie restaurant, and it was right on that triangle point, like where... Um, yes. Like on Sunset and what was Yes. That? Yeah. Yes, that's it. what I'm talking about. Those L.A. was gorgeous back then. There was hardly any people. It was not. It was just a whole. It was a movement, and everybody it, was happy. It freaked me. I got there in '75, and it freaked me out. But I think the '70s were weird. Don't you think the '70s were weird? Like the, the '60s were really. '60s were jeans and bare feet. '70s yeah. was platform shoes and dynasty. You yeah. know. That's how I, Joan Collins, everybody wanted to be, even my best friend, the guys, they all wanted to be Joan Collins. So yeah, everybody, yeah. you know, so that was that whole, the Gucci Gachi, I call it, the Gucci Gachi yeah. period. It was the, really, I mean, the 60s, it was really beautiful. It was free love and, and people wonderful. really wanted to, you know, love their brother. And then it was just it was, swing part, swingers parties after that. Absolutely. But in the, okay. in the late 50s. I I grew up in the in the late fifties and it was very very um, restrained. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. Sex was a no no, and everybody was screwed yeah. up sexually and mentally and whateverly. Um, yeah. Then the sixties came and it was freedom, yeah. and everybody loved everybody. I mean, you could be in L.A. and if you were hungry, somebody would give you food or money or a place to stay. Like, hey, man, I have no way to sleep. Come on, sleep in my house tonight. And everybody just was a big, happy family. I wish I we could go back to that. Berkeley, California, which was where that movement really got started. It, it was. It was the most. It was like seeing. It was like a scene, a picture of perfection for a split second. It, it really was. It was lovely. And then it kind of went dark <laughs> well it was human beings at its best and, yeah. then, and then ronald reagan came into office and real estate started flying and topanga canyon where you could live for like 30 bucks a month became yep. three hundred thousand a month you know what i mean so yep. every, everything turned around and, and we got screwed but i wish we could go back to that today and the democrats and the republicans could love each other and see that they really are brother and sister. They're just under the spell of some crazy shit. <laughs> oh, definitely some crazy shit. And I agree with you, Free, that we should all know that we are all related and all brother and sister, and we should be Absolutely. loving each other, helping each other out. I say it at the end of every show. Please, 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 please take care of each other. Please. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you something. Jimmy and I will come up to see your show if you hang out with us a little. Oh, I <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not coming. Otherwise, I'm not coming. It's a three-hour drive, so it's a three-hour. It's a three-hour drive. We're for gonna you. come to see you for three hours. You better give us some friendship and love, <laughs> and we have to sit down and talk about the wait. old days because I'm in the business. Okay, Fifty. Bike <clears throat> we'll it down on the street, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. 
I'm I, in the I, business I wanna, 57 years, so we've got plenty to talk about. I, I want to talk a little bit. I want to get into no, this ahead, a little bit. Jimmy, so you got it all. Go, first go. of all, because I was on iTunes, like just researching like all the different songs and your solo albums, of which um, I have. I, I I had a long time ago got Beautiful Life, but then I saw a song on there that I had never seen it, and it's called Mr. Gray. And I don't know if that was what that was for, but I have to tell you that's one of the most beautiful songs ever. I mean, it's not doesn't sound like a motel song, but it does sound like a beautifully vocalized, put together song that I can listen to over and over and over again because it was so fabulous. Well, very soon, I know it's like I've been saying this for years and years and years. I have with Marty Gerard, our, the keyboard and sax player of the motels, recorded and two other guys recorded a jazz album of all my torch-like songs you know they sound kind of like standards but they're not because i wrote them and i have this album and i've had it we recorded it in two days old school like we got an upright bass player and a drummer and marty and i we went in the studio and recorded these songs in two days and it's beautiful and it's minimal mr gray is one of the songs and i do want to put it out soon so hopefully that and the other 10 songs i mean whatever it is uh, one of the songs has actually left that album and joined us on this new album that we're, we're releasing. So, um, one I heard I heard you have the new album then called The Last Few Beautiful Days is coming out sometime at the beginning of 2018. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. That happens to be the song that took off from the jazz album and straight over to the uh, rock world. I, I think it's a beautiful song. I think people are going to be so impressed with it. Seriously, like I—I I mean, I bought it today, so like uh, you got ninety-nine cents, and I think it was so fabulous. Like, cause it's really, really a good song, and and I—I uh, I think people are going to love it, and I'm so happy about it. And and the other thing I want to talk about real quick is because I—I I know you're really. Um, I've read a bunch of of your interviews over the years about how writing songs and creating the songs and everything is like really like a, a big part of your passion. And I wanted to talk a little bit about Take the L, because I think the lyrics in Take the L are like the the, the bomb. They're so freaking... Like, anybody who doesn't know, you guys got to go and buy Take the L. It says, Take the L out of Lover and it's over. I mean, like, like that oh, is wow, like the I coolest... Of that. that is the coolest, wow. like, lyric I've ever heard, ever. And I love it. It's my favorite Motel song. I listen oh, to it all the time, I even never for years and years that. and years. Marty Gerard that, because I didn't write it. Oh, he no. Wrote. Okay, well... Marty Gerard, you rocked it and you sang it, and I think it's one of the greatest songs ever. Though it is so much fun. Oh, is that scary? Take the L away, and it's over. That is so scary. That was uh, our old our old producer Carter, and Marty had just broken up with his girlfriend, and he was boohooing on the phone with our producer, and he's like, "Oh, when she left me, when whatever," and Carter just said. Well, you know, take the yell out of lover and it's over. And if you don't write it, I will. And so Marty wrote it <laughs> and he did a damn good job. I just helped with some of the music. So those are all Marty's lyrics. It's a fantastic song. I freaking like love it to death. I just love the title. Take the L away. <laughs> That's but, on the next fight with Jimmy. I'm going to say the L is gone, baby. The L is gone. The L is gone. A lot of people in Chicago thought we were talking about the train. <laughs> yes. Actually, I think a lot of people, if you don't listen to it, you could think that anyway. So so here's what I would like to do. Do you have like about six or seven more minutes you can hang out with us? I, I do. I would like you to... Uh, Chad. Yes, sir. 
If, if we didn't have, like you, have, we would have said goodbye. Do, do you have Lucky Star? I love her to death. Do you I have Lucky if, Stars? Wait, I said if that we I didn't do. like you, we would say goodbye. Okay, so here's what, like here's what we're going to do. We'll talk with you while they're playing, but what I would like you to do is introduce Lucky Stars as your, you guys' new single. We're going to play it so the audience listening can hear. We'll talk to you while that's, that's going on because we can't hear it, and that way we can see comments and everybody from the new song since hardly anyone's heard it. Fantastic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the Motels would like to present to you a brand new song off the new album, The Last Few Beautiful Days. This is called Lucky Stars. What a good intro. You've done this before. <laughs> She's been around for a few weeks. <laughs> Starlight, vivid as madness. Dreams wake inside my head. It's as though I'm hearing words no one said.
There you go, Jimbo. Everybody, so that was it, you guys. Lucky Stars by the Motels. Sounded the new good. song, you heard it here first. And we have Martha Davis from the Motels on the phone with us right I mean, on Skype with us right now. And the song is going to be coming out November 1st for everybody to download it. And that's the same day that the Motels are playing at the Ridgefield Playhouse in Ridgefield, <laughs> Connecticut. Um, you can get tickets by going to RidgefieldPlayhouse.org. And Jimmy and I will be up there, so if you want to come up and say hi to us, you can. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll you can... be, the three of us will be hanging out being hippies. It'll be lovely. Right, and I have clout now with the motels. So if you come up, find me, and I'll introduce you to the motels. No, you won't. Exactly. <laughs> I could say, that, Jimmy, don't be such a fuck, you know. You can, he really is sometimes. <laughs> Like I'm going to take the L away. The L is gone. The L is gone. The L is gone. Take the L is such a great show. So I want to know. I want to know real quick because we've got like three or four minutes to go. What is an what kind of what does an alpaca look like? It looks I like wish, a, I could walk you out there on with the phone. Could we? That we can, we'll if we might lose you. We could try to walk out. Okay, walk out. No, Let's, it looks like a little yeah. mule. It's a hairy little mule, and it's usually Not big. Little bit. A it's a like llamas. It's a member Lama, of, right. the, of the camel family. And and so let's go out this door. This door. This door. Over here. And yep, the yep. coats are quite expensive. Their coats. Are, well, this girl here, Franny, that you talked to and know and love, she actually is yeah, an LA publicist. So um, that's that's fine. But she's the only LA publicist I know that spins her own wool. So she's very oh, excited wow. about. The Alpacas. Yeah. Um, first, we're going to show you the chickens and the duck. Alpaca coats were very big in the 1950s. Is a little, this is a little a nature romp we're having here. Can you oh, see look those? It. Yes, we can see it. And hi, Fran. Hi. There's Fran. <laughs> there hi, you go. Fran. There's Fran. Hi, Fran. Oh, and there's one of the dogs. Oh, look how adorable. How cute. That looks like yes, Brandy with multi And now we're going to go find the alpacas so we know. They might be in their house, which will be delightful. Oh, look at here they are! Don't leave. Come on, you guys. Now, what are you doing with them? You just you, you sell their fur, I, right? The wool. I just got them, and then we're gonna shear them, and Franny's gonna spin their wool, and here they are. Say hi. Hi, you guys. Say hi. See, Jimmy, that's what they look like. Look. Oh my gosh! Look at how cute. They're very cute. How cute are we? Hi, they baby. Look like giraffes. Oh my god, giraffes. that is so cute. I feel like I'm like at Doctor Doolittle or something right now. <laughs> I'm going to switch her around for you. Okay, hi Fran, say hi to everybody. Hi, I didn't mean to do that. I'm trying to switch it around so that you guys can see them. Oh yeah. my god, that's fabulous! How cool is that? That's a first for the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We've never ever had an alpaca on the show. So hi kids, how many alpacas do you have? We have four. I just got them. So they are brand new to the farm, and they've made friends with my goats, and life is good. Aren't they did, you, did you know that we, you know, we live in in, in uh, Bucks County, that we have uh, those what are they called again? Deer, llama. What are they called? No, these are not llamas. Alpaca. We have alpacas. I think we have llamas. Uh, no, big, we don't have big, llamas. We have farms all around. Yeah, us. there's farms everywhere here. And I think it's one of these things. These, oh, these that could dogs. be. I mean, there's I mean, these animal dogs. These <laughs> llamas. Dogs. The only llama I know was Fernando Llamas. Oh, look. that's so cute. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> the world of 
four million people are seeing you. Four, that, four and a half million. Don't short out the other half. They get upset. <laughs> they get really pissed off. You gotta love it. All we right, go so. to all the English speaking countries. Right now we're in Australia, England, wherever we're everywhere. English speak. Hi, Australia. Love Australia. Hey, lots of Germany people in if you're yeah. planning on Germany, lots of Germany people in the chat room. Say yeah. hi to Germany. <laughs> I, I haven't been there in way too long. I want to come back. Yeah, mostly yeah. Uh, England. We have t mostly we are foreigners. Yeah, we're big, big England. We're very big in England. So here's what we got to do because we've only got like another minute to go. So everybody, this is this is Martha Davis from the Motels. You can follow <laughs> them at, at the Motels on Twitter. Um, the, their website is themotels.com. Do you have any other shows you want to plug real quick that you've got coming up before the November first show? Not Grant? before. No. Okay. But after. Day on the second, yeah. we're going. The Narrows in Massachusetts. The Narrows in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to say. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. It's a hard state. On the 17th. There you go. So everybody, you can find out what they're doing by following at the motels on Twitter, you guys, or go to themotels.com. Um, you can follow my Twitter feed at Dr. Jimmy Starr. I'll tweet a bunch of their stuff out. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. And we want to thank Fran for setting this whole thing yes. up. Yes. And, and, and looking forward to seeing you. And we you. will meet you in Ridgefield and, and have a great time up until then. And good luck with the alpacas. You've been such a tr you're such a like a national treasure in the music world. We love having <laughs> you on the show. We do, we do, we do. See you, you. So November first. I, I want a big hug. I want a big right, hug. Bye. Bye, bye, honey. Bye, bye. bye. What a lovely, hey. what a sweet girl she is. Chad, we, how cool was that? You know, very cool. Big fan of them. Do you know how many friends we make on this show? I mean, people out there might think we're full of shit, right? That we make believe we like them when we see them. No, you're wrong. And we always do see them. We always, we try to see all the people we, the, the thousands of people that we're friends with that have been on our show, we really try to see them and they try to see us. It's just that, you know, who has time and, and traveling? If I had a private jet. I could go all over. Chad, what'd you think of that new song, too? It's a good song. I thought in my head that the motels actually sound better than they ever have. That's what really? I thought, too. I, I thought really? so, too. I'm pretty impressed I that, you know, you'll hear some singers in the past that can't sing uh, like they used to in the past. She is just, right. um, like you said, spot on with that whole signature sound. Sounding great. I thought so, too. And you guys got to get I the Mr. Gray song. It's so really good. I really think we're going to have a fabulous show up there when we go there. I think it's going to be a great you night know who else is, of who's enjoyment. You know who's opening up for them? Who? Um, what's her name, Eileen? What? <laughs> I forgot. Annabelle. Her name's Annabella Lewin, and she's the singer for Bow Wow Wow. Oh, cool. Who the hell is I want Bow candy. I want candy. candy. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That should be fun. I know. So that's who's opening right. up for him. It should be a lot of fun. And Eileen is going to be interviewing uh, Martha Davis. Eileen, are you coming up with us? To, to yeah, she, she's coming. She's got tickets already. She's already got tickets for all of us. Well, we got comps. We don't buy tickets. I know. But she's got comp tickets. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Eileen, wear a good push-up bra so I could take pictures of you. And then you could beat out. Koshalanda, whatever her name is. The Thanks psychic. so much, too, that everybody liked it. So here's what we got to do, Chad, because we got to call... Uh, we got to call our next guest. Yeah. Let's let's play the motel suddenly last summer. How about that? We can reminisce a little bit. Reminisce, you guys, with the motel suddenly last summer, and we're gonna call our next guest Irony Singleton, who I love. They're good friends of ours. We love Irony. Let's do it. All right, everybody. So here you go. Suddenly last summer. It happened one summer. It happened one time. 
Diego last summer. Woo! Hey, everybody. Okay. So that's Suddenly Last Summer by the motels, you guys. And we loved having them in. We're supposed to have Irony Singleton on, and I don't know where he is. So we, we're, we're winging know. it. <laughs> you know, winging that's it. why it's so nice to have a rehearsed show that you tape. Oh. Because, you know, you don't get all this crap. But then live is nice because it's kind of like suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like suicide. You know what I mean? Right. You go out. Well, that's why I miss doing stand-up comic, comedy. When I did stand-up, you know, you never knew what was out there. Some of the audiences were kind, and some were vicious. Some were homophobic. Some didn't like drag queens, and some loved drag queens. So you never knew what you were going to get. And there was a bit of like sadistic, sadistic excitement to it. Anyway, it's funny, Chad. I got an email from their Google Calendar. Saying that they're supposed to be on the show now, so like it's weird. Well, and his wife Skype. is fabulous. His wife is a genius. She's I got it at lovely. four at four oh five p.m. Uh, Google notification. So I don't know why they're not on. Double C. If his wife has anything to do with it, he'll be on. Believe me, she's a genius. She's one of the most intelligent women I've ever met in my life, and so lovely. I mean, fam I, I, they're my s special people, and I'm kind of bitched now because we're not going to. Maybe okay, have yeah. them on. Now they're going to be on. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, we're already on. confirmed on Skype. It just says he's offline. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know how to uh, respond to this. Okay, so talk about something else for a second, you guys, and let me see what I okay, can Okay, what, what do we talk about? Let's talk about me. Okay. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's in line from what my show, you know. I do that when, I, when I'm in drag as Jane. I say, um, well, okay, everybody, what can we talk about? Let's talk about my favorite subject, me. And the audience loves it. They laugh. But, yeah, you know, doing stand-up comedy for so many years in drag, you learn. You learn um, exactly your timing, when to stop, when to go, let the people laugh. You have to let them laugh. You don't want to step on the laughter. So it's all timing. And that's um, what some people don't have today in stand-up comedy. Bob Hope probably had the best timing in the world because he had easy timing. Nobody knew that he was getting ready for the next joke. It sort of, you know, it all, it melded in. Today, comics do it like this. So my mother went home and she fell on the floor. Yeah, it's terrible. And then they stop. The car across the street blew up and it killed my brother. Well, now that I'm mountain climbing, I have to make a poo-poo. And that's how it goes. It doesn't have a rhythm or a flow. And there's an expression that we have in stand-up comedy for all of you out there who are trying to do this for a living. It's called the button. If you don't hit the button, you've lost the joke. That's why I get angry with Jimmy sometimes because I'm in the middle of a great joke and Jimmy comes in with something that just kills it. And then the, it's gone. You can't get a joke back. You know what I mean? You can't re redo it because once you redo a joke, it, it doesn't work. Jokes have to be fresh. They have to come out of your brain. Sometimes they're not good. Sometimes they're great. But you can't censor them or filter what comes out of your brain, out of your mouth, actually. So if you are a good stand-up comic, you will know exactly your audience and how to portray yourself. And don't insult the audience. That doesn't work. I've only insulted the audience once was a woman I've told us many times on the show <laughs> she was ridiculing me and saying dreadful things about my uh, something about my boobs because uh, I, I jack up big knockers when I work as Jane have to and um, I went down to her and I said hi I said you know 
I used to have my hair blonde just like yours, look just like yours too, bleached and broken. And then I went back <laughs> on the stage. I went back on the stage and she started cursing me out. She was drunk. I mean, cursing me out. And I said, darling, all the things that you're saying to me, do you do them? Because <laughs> it was like, fuck you. I mean, she was just cursing me out. So that's the only time I ever really had a bad time with the audience. While I'm talking, it's not that I'm hogging the show. Jimmy's busy trying to get I, I, irony. I don't, I don't know how to get him. I sent an I email. I don't have, I, have, I left a message on their phone number. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what people just like go off into the like the Wizard of Oz land, you know. Anyway, what's the weather like in Florida, Chad? I tell you what, it's finally cooling down nice. a little bit Good. to where the AC is matching the outdoors. Good. How but, how is it looking now? Is however, it getting rebuilt? I mean, does Meisner look like Meisner again? Meisner what are you talking about Meisner? What's Meisner? I mean, it looks like it did before pink and, and, and green. What right, that's all Florida. You know, it's all South Florida is, is pink and green. It's the Meisner look. I forgot the palm trees, but yeah. The color, they, they paint walls pink and green. If you don't like pink and green, you're screwed. Yep, pink stucco, barrel roofs, and palm trees. My last house where in Boca Raton was pink. And I didn't like the idea that it was pink. Yeah. Not, not for any butch reasons, just I didn't care to live in a pink house. And uh, I wanted to change it, and the you know those committees, those horrible people yep. that run, what are they called? Homeowner. Me, ho the homeowners association. No, they're pink, and they will all remain pink. I said, you drive in the neighborhood; it's all pink. It looks like a teacup <laughs> shit. It's baggy. I don't care for it. Oh no, no, they, they must stay pink. So I lived in a pink house. Got to look like Miami, I guess, huh? No, I was in Boca. I didn't look like my. I don't know what it was, but that Meisner bullshit. You know, get over it, folks. There's other styles of homes and other colors. Sure. Chad, you have, Chad, do you have any songs recorded? I well, um, not of mine. I don't think oh. Heather has a couple. One called Butterflies and because mm. Chad in the chat room they're saying we should be playing one of Chad's songs instead of me talking. Ha ha ha! Yeah, yeah son it, of a bitch is in the chat room. I'll get you all. You'll see. I'll get we you. We have a lot of. I'll find out where too. you live. I'll get you. I'll get you. What? There's a lot of cool people in the chat room too. We want to like say hi. Hannah Clive is a friend of ours on Twitter, and she's in the chat room, and Hannah. she's from the UK. Everybody, lots of UK people always we have, which is nice. Right. I like all the UK people. Me too. Actually, Hannah Clive sent us this, her CD, but we haven't gotten it yet. So I'm not going to talk. Now we'll just do dead air. Ha, 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 I'm trying to go through this whole thing. Ha, to ha, see. Ha. You know, this is a lot of time I have to kill. You don't have to kill it. Come we on. can play music. Well, I'll and we come can up with one of my Hollywood movies. stories. Let's see. Which story could I say about what famous movie star that I knew? Keep, keep watching, Chad, to see if they come online, because I've sent emails and phone calls. That's all I can do. I don't know what else I can oh, do. Oh, I'll do the gotcha. Lauren Bacall story. That's a good story. Uh, Peter, you guys know who Lauren Bacall is? If they don't, too bad. They could look her up. I'll pull Peter, Al Peter Allen was a friend of mine. If everybody knows who Peter Allen is. That was Liza Minnelli's husband. Ex-husband. And Peter was nothing like Liza. She's a bitch. Peter was lovely. Uh, he had a problem, drugs and alcohol. And uh, he lived in the Dakota in New York City. He had a very lovely apartment. And, of course, he was gay, so he had a, a party with 100 gay men. And I walk into the living room, and I see this crowd of men. And in the middle is Lauren Bacall. And I said to Peter, I said, these guys are going to suffocate her. I said, look, they're all holding her. You know, he said, yeah, she's loaded. If they move away, she's gone down. So <laughs> I walked over 
and I started talking to her, and she was kind of blitzed. I mean, Lauren, uh, Betty, whatever her name was, could really drink, and um, she wasn't very kind. <laughs> That's oh, Lauren McCall. McCall. Beautiful girl. Still, And when I met her, she was an old woman, but still a beautiful old woman. But I had other encounters with her, and then I interviewed her, and we yeah. talked about that night, and she said that she was so stoned she couldn't stand up, that they had to carry her out up the elevator into her apartment because she lived in the, the Dakota. So these great movie stars, you know, in private, they're, they're just not what they are on the screen. You learn that. They're totally human and just like all of us. I mean, you know, you, you could be with the, like Marilyn Monroe and she was in the middle of a conversation. Oh, I have to pee. Excuse me. And they'd run off and pee. So when people see that, they go, oh, you know, yes, stars are human, just like everybody else. So there you go. I can't think of any other funny stories. James That's okay. Stories. So what, well, what did we do all week? Did we go to a movie? Oh, yeah. We saw the Indian movie. What Indian movie? Oh, yeah. Well, Judy Dench, who I love we and adore. We saw the new movie with Judy Dench, <clears throat> which was actually a really good movie. It was very it's fun. Very good movie. Excellent film. If, if people with brains. You know, if you like cut, cutting up and blowing up and heads rolling off, don't go see it. This is a movie that you have to have a brain to see. And sit there and absorb it and enjoy the beautiful scenery. Judy Dench's fabulous, fabulous performance. But that's all the time with Judy Dench. You know, she's just a brilliant actress. I love her to death. Won't then, you? of course, Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Victoria uh, and Abdul was uh, the name of the film. Right. And then on Sunday nights, you guys, this uh, is Ron's favorite like actress uh, on the planet at the moment. Uh, if I could go straight and be 25 years younger, I would run up to Michelle Dougherty and tell Dockery, her Dockery. I'm madly in love with her and I want to marry her. I would marry if I were young and 20 and pretty and whatever. She is just what I think the, the the ultimate girl of today, the ultimate beautiful girl, and an actress, I compare her to Betty Davis. You must, I'm insisting, you must watch Downton Abbey first, where she plays a sophisticated lady. Then you have to watch her in her TV show, which is called Good Behavior, Good Behavior where she is a murderess, a prostitute, a drug addict, a liar, shoplifter, a shoplifter, everything that is bad in a human. But when you see her, the character she portrays so brilliantly, you will love her and you will forgive her all of her sins because she comes through as the, the best person. The story is wonderful. The writers are fantastic. Watch it. I guarantee Absolutely. you, you go to go. How do we do it on the old one? Like last season? You, go you, to you can go on. You can go something. on. It's on. It's on uh, Hulu. If you have Hulu, you guys, you can watch Good Behavior, the first season on Hulu. Um, it might also be on the TNT app if you have the TNT app. First of all, everybody needs everybody on the planet who's never seen Downton Abbey. Everybody needs to see it, even it's if it's the fabulous. stuff you think you won't like. It's so incredibly terrific, and you know. And if you're if you like all the blowing up stuff, you know, it doesn't have any of that in it. But it's got a real story. It's got real characters, character development, and you know, class yourself up a little bit and watch it, and then you can trash yourself up by watching Good Behavior, which really is one of the greatest shows ever. It's on TNT Sunday nights at 10 o'clock. Michelle Dockery is the lead. She is super. She's she's going to be like the next big superstar actress. Mark, and she's a brilliant actress. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we can't reach her because she's not on Twitter. She's not on Twitter, and since I book all our guests from Twitter, um, we haven't been able Excuse to get me. her. But I'm going to try and get the guy she co-stars with on it because um, he's on Twitter, and if I can get him, maybe he can help us get her. Well, if she knows who <laughs> we are, she'll come on. And if we, because, you know, I gave up Fran Drescher. You know, he's madly in love with Fran Drescher. 
But then when Michelle came along, Fran sort of went to the side. So I'm no longer in love with Fran Drescher. I like her. But, you know, the L is gone. But now he likes. <laughs> and it's over. But now Michelle is the new love of my life. I simply adore her. She's absolutely gorgeous. She wears different color wigs uh, in this uh, TV show. And she does all these crazy things. Chad, Watch have you it. ever seen it? Chad, you would like it. I don't think Chad would I haven't. like it. What do you mean? No, I'll... you'd like good behavior. You'd like good behavior. It's uh, fun. I haven't seen the show. Oh, it's, it's, it's the writers are brilliant. I mean, I can't give it away but last week nobody has ever written in the history of television or movies what they did in this one episode it was fabulous it was brilliant 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 also you guys atomic blonde is out on video and you can see james faulkner who was on about a month ago who's probably like in my top five guests that we've ever had on the show he's so fabulous he's in atomic blonde and he was in um well he was in uh downton abbey and he was also in What's that other movie? That's Game of Thrones. I don't know. He's in everything. Right. And uh, anyway, he's in Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron, and it just came out on video. So if you haven't seen that, um, it's not the best movie ever, but it's a good movie. But the music and the soundtrack from it is all like 80s stuff, and it's fantastic. It's got one of the best soundtracks ever. Kind of like Suicide Squad. Not the best movie, but a great soundtrack. I loved I, it. For Jimmy's birthday, you know, you take somebody out to dinner, right, for their birthday? I said to Jimmy, where would you like me to take you for your birthday? I was thinking some great New York restaurants or Philadelphia restaurants. And Jimmy said, take me to Wings and More. You never went to Wings and More. I know. We didn't go there. We went someplace else. Where did we, we go? go? I forgot. I don't remember. But it I was, was either there's IHOP. This, was, there's, this, there's this chain of restaurants here called Wings and More, and I love chicken wings. Um, but then Ron was talking about how all the chicken wings are from Vietnam and they're not even made out of real chicken. So then I didn't want, I haven't been eating them as much. But like, I love chicken wings. And so, Chad, do you eat chicken wings? You betcha. See, I, I love chicken wings. So I like, have uh, never, and I will never. <laughs> see, I'm from a different generation. I'm from a generation where you got dressed up, you went to a restaurant that was quiet, they had white tablecloths and napkins, and nice china and nice flatware, and imitation cut crystal glasses, maybe a candle on the table, and you ate a very lovely meal. You took your time because you bought the table for like the two hours that you're in the restaurant. Oh, my God. Tristan said Sonny's Barbecue. Now, I don't know how in Australia you know what Sonny's Barbecue is, but Sonny's Barbecue is awesome. How do you know? Because it's in Florida. I used to go there all the time. <laughs> there isn't a degenerate place that he hasn't been to in the world. No, Sunday's Barbecue isn't that isn't degenerate. It's like a restaurant. You sit down. They don't have tablecloths. Well, nobody has tablecloths anymore. So yes, they do. Yeah, well, like the fifty dollar a plate dinners do, but the I don't. Fifty dollar a plate is mild, my dear. That's the dessert. <laughs> I mean, really. Chad, do so you go to very many restaurants that have that no. have tablecloths? Hmm. I don't think I've seen a tablecloth lately. <laughs> It must be saving on money, saving on washing. What, That's so fucking poor Ron. funny. Look at his I face. I live in another world. Every time I take, every time Ron and I go someplace, he's like, "When are you ever going to take me to a place with a table fucking tablecloth?" <laughs> I see. I am so sick of eating on formica, oh. and 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 having butter in those little goddamn things that you can't open. Those little. Places. He doesn't like it because, like, when you go places, you know how they have those little butter things, and then you have to peel the corner sideways off, and then you can open it up for the butter. He's just like, I remember, like, you know, when they used to put butter on a plate and you just stuck a knife in it, you know, and put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with coffee. You get a cup of coffee and they give you this little container with cream in it. And every time I pull the tab, the cream shoots all over myself or over him Run. or on the table. Run. I mean, today you have to have 
you have to have to be born into this new world of garbage. I mean, it's just terrible. We went to White Castle, Chad. White Castle's kind of like Crystal, but better. It's nasty. And I had been to White Castle, and I loved it. It's nasty. Oh, even Chad thinks that's nasty. Okay. It's dog food. It's dog. It smells like dog food. It looks like dog food. <laughs> Actually, it looks like our dog after he pooped. There you go. I loved it. Ugh. And Jimmy now said to me that's his favorite restaurant. That's my, not food. restaurant, my favorite fast, fast food, food place because it was so good. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I can smell it still. Like it, <sighs> as I, And we ate there like a month ago and I can still smell it. No, that's just your dog. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> no, because we go to Applebee's. Because we we go to oh, Applebee's is a big night, baby. We go That's to Applebee's. Night. Yeah, I took him to Fridays the other day. He did not like Fridays. <laughs> I, I listen. I'm a native New Yorker and L.A. I've eaten in the listen. I used to go to May Maison in, in Beverly Hills. I used to go to the uh, the Bistro Gardens. All those restaurants, which were lovely restaurants, full of celebrities, private. You had to know somebody to even get in them to sit in the private sector. And I lived a very, very not privileged life, if some trumpet wants to call me that. Actually, Hannah Clive said she used to, when she was young, eat at Michael Caine's restaurant in England. Which I, we used to, I used to eat at the one that he had in, uh, he had one in South Beach, and I actually met him at his restaurant in and South Beach. I, I met Michael Caine at the bistro with his Indian wife. She was beautiful. Yeah, she was the beautiful. The both of them were all in white. I'll never forget it. She was in a white linen pantsuit, and he was in a white suit. And they were stunning. We stopped at their table. My friend Perry Winkler was married to Lee Winkler, who was the number one um, investor in Beverly Hills. He handled Burt Reynolds and all of the big stars. And that's how I met so many of the movie stars that I know through them and at their parties. She they, wrote, She wrote. look, I, I used to say hi to Hannah because you, you, you don't really know her. Hi, Hannah. She's super cool. She's Do they started. have tablecloths? Listen to this. Hold on. I was going to read it to you, but now it just disappeared. She said, uh, hang on, where'd it go? God darn it. Here, I used to love going to Michael Caine's restaurant Langan's in London when I was a kid. Fabulous tablecloths, curled butter in a dish, silverware, see, beautiful. See, that's when the world was civilized. <laughs> Drew, Drew King. Now, when you go out with Danae, you don't go to White Castles. I know Danae, uh, what the hell is his name? I hate that. Montague King. Montague King. <laughs> <laughs> I know him as Danny, my little Danny. But anyway, Janae likes the most beautiful things. I forgot which birthday it was. Maybe his 85th or his 98th birthday. But it was one of the birthdays he had at uh, in Palm Springs at the, uh, what's it called now, the French restaurant. Janae, I mean, Drew helped me with it. The, the, I love it there. They have tablecloths. It's still the only one left from the olden days where you went out and had elegant dining. And we had a fabulous evening for Denise. I think it was his 93rd birthday. 93rd? I, I could be evil. <laughs> only with him I'm evil because I love him so Anna much. said she met Michael Caine too at Langan's uh, down the road from the Ritz and that he was a lovely man. And that Very charming. And her dad was in the Italian job with him. Oh, See so that's that? cool. There's a little connection everywhere. Michael was Six very degrees charming. of separation. Right. He all he said to me was nice to meet you. <laughs> that was his charmingness. Eileen's leaving now to go interview Martha Davis. So bye, Eileen. Bye, Eileen. See you later. Bye. Talk to you later, sweetie. And Drew like put a, a happy face tablecloth. Right. <laughs> Drew, what was the name? I don't know if you were with Danae at that time. It was in Palm Springs. What is it called? It's in the cove, you know, up in the mountain. Half of it's built into the mountain. French restaurant. Jesus, I can't think of the name. 
It's only open in the winter. It closes all summer. La, la something. La, la. Anyway. Who knows? It's a hey, wonderful restaurant. Hey, Chad. That's me. Go on, go on and see if you can find on YouTube the video uh, for Take the L. It's called Take the L by the Motels and see if we have it because we could play that real quick. So everybody can hear it because I love it. This. I love that. Get, take the L out. It's oh my baby. I love it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who knows if it'll be there or not? I'm very excited that we had the motels on. Yeah, I'm not. Ex I'm not excited that irony is. Uh, in oh, here. here he is. But now we're yes, gonna. Is that hey. you? I'm gonna smack you all over the goddamn place when oh, I see you. Oh <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Where when it's you? not coming through. Why are we? We're doing it's such spinning. a long. Could be uh, low reception. I don't know. Oh, we oh, hate this. You love hey, Skype. can you hear us? Let's talk at least. Can you guys hear us? Yep. No, I don't see them. Something's going on. Hello? Hello? Can you guys hear us? I don't think I have. Uh, I have. See, I do. I wish we were like the Johnny Carson show where the guests came on and they sat there. Oh, there we go. There we hey. go. Okay. Now we can't see you. You're a shadow. Oh, there we go. That's okay. Now we can see you a little bit. And Hi. turn off your speaker. <laughs> no, <we need. laughs> no, you can hear my voice. Where, where is your wife? She's right there. Hi. Hi, honey. Can you guys hear us? Hey, can you guys hear us? Yes, we can hear you. Oh. Can you hear us? Yeah, yes. we can hear you. Honey, let me tell you something. Irony, without your wife, you're nothing. <laughs> You're absolutely a zero. Hello. She can, she can do anything. How are you, my sweet? <laughs> How she, are you? Fine. Too, How are you? Too long I since barely, we. I could barely hear your insults, dear. No, wait. <laughs> too long since we've hugged. Don't you agree? How long has it been? What's that? Look at her. She's a dog. Oh, thing. fabulous. I like your hair. Hi, like that. hi guys. Hi. hi. Yes. Hi. She, uh, oh, back, back. She's a regular Renaissance woman. Hang on, let's do a quick intro because we've only got ten minutes. She is a brilliant woman, one of the most brilliant women's women's women <laughs> I ever do. Like my grandma. <laughs> hey everybody, on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We have the fabulously talented Irony Singleton. You guys know him from the blind side. You guys know him as T Dog on The Walking Dead with my T Dog action fixtures. And he's got a brand new one man show that he's getting he's doing a crowdfunding uh, thing for called Blindsided by the Walking Dead. Hello, Irony. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me, Ron. I can barely see you. You have to slide you have to slide in more. Okay. Yes. Good, Betty. Yes. yes. Good, good. You have to get cozy. Very good. Very good. I am so happy with all the success that you're having and everything. Thank I you. Mean, you're really moving on, baby. You're really flying. And I bet you all because of your wife. Yeah, a large portion of it is. Otherwise, I'd probably still be in the projects right now. You just absolutely. She yes. dragged, she dragged How you. How long out have of you guys been together? Twenty-nine years. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. <laughs> We've been married nineteen years. I have to tell the viewers they don't know, they don't get what's going on. Uh, we met. Irony and his wife at where that at a convention at a convention somewhere in the world. Bethlehem. And you don't even you don't I, remember you know where we uh, met. No, we go I'm to so fresh. many. 
Hey, we go to so many so places. So does he, and he remembers. He goes every week. Well, yeah, but he, yeah, but he's not 77. <laughs> oh, who's 77? Nobody's 77. Uh, yeah. yeah, together, right? No, he's 77. I'm together. I'm 77 years yeah. old. Well, one of you is 42, and one of you is I'm 35. I'm 53, no, and he's no, 77. No. I wish it was And true. we met him at a convention in Bethlehem. And anyway, what? Irony was really sweet and a nice guy, and we became friendly. Then his wife came on the scene, and I, and I was so impressed with everything she said and everything she did. She's got probably the clearest head of any woman I've ever met. She knows exactly what it's all about, where it should be, and how it should be. So, so and, hang and, on. And come on the camera, my love. Come in and just say hi. And anyway, I fell in enchantment with her. She's Look beautiful. At her. She's Take fabulous. Take the glasses off. I don't like glasses. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm so not prepared for this guy. That's okay. okay. I like you, but I like your hair like that. Isn't she beautiful? She's beautiful. Hold on, we got to because listen, you guys, because our show actually ends at 4:50. We've only got seven minutes. You're late, and uh, I like. And we have to like. We want to do. I want to do promos for this one man show thing to make sure we get information out. And um, we're gonna come see you when you're in our area. So you guys, yes. Listen up, you guys. On Kickstarter, if you put in. Uh, blindsided by the Walking Dead, BBTWD. He's got a Kickstarter campaign for his one-man show called Blindsided by the Walking Dead. It's 40% comedy, 30% drama, 20% song and dance, 10% spoken word, poetry, and Shakespeare. He plays 20 characters telling his life story, growing up destitute in the inner city projects of Atlanta, through his college career, football at the University of Georgia, and through his acting. And then it says it has an explosive ending. And number one, I want to say congratulations. Number two, um, now that I know that you've been with your wife for 29 years, she was there with you. And, and really, I mean, when you say she saved you out or you would probably still be there, you know, maybe that's not totally true, but you have come out of it all together and look at where you are now. So we want to say congratulations yeah, she to does, that. How could they be married 29 years? Figure she was 20. You know, it's true. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> we had, had 19 years. We had Mary Wells on the show last week. And Mary Wells, I oh. said, Mary, you look fabulous. She's 74. She said to me, Black don't crack. <laughs> I said, Well, Italians <laughs> don't eat. We, I guess Italians have so much African blood in them. I'm Irish. I wrinkle the, up like you know, a back and forth. I'm like a prune. <laughs> yeah, he looks like shit. And I look great. I look well, great. You're lighter than Jimmy, Ron. How's that? And you're Italian. And Jimmy, you're Irish, right. but you're Irish. you're a little more, you're a little darker than Ron. Oh no no! If I go out in the sun, I'm a Schwarzer. Trust me, I'm dark. <laughs> no no, I I could be passed as a brother. Trust you me, you can pass as a brother. Oh yeah, if I lay in the sun, oh no, forget it. I get really black black, but I don't want to yeah. wreck my skin. So I avoid the sun because it's so tell us a little bit about your show. First of all, you yes. guys can find out more information if you go to ironysingleton.com because um, it has a link there that'll take you to the Kickstarter um, and everything that you want to do. You want to watch the video. He's trying to raise money to take this show around the country. Tell us a little bit about it because we've only got like five minutes. Oh, um, you know, we my wife and I like run. You look fabulous too, like 77. My goodness. But I had to just I had to insert that. We want to make the world a better place. We, we understand that God brought us together early on for a specific reason. I didn't really realize it until uh, in college, maybe once I graduated from college. I was like, what we have here is special. We really know each other well. We were kids together. Think about it, 13 years old. And we knew that, that our union was bigger than just us being married and having kids, but it was to affect humanity positively and us respecting and loving one another, no matter our background, where we're from, or sexual orientation or whatever, you name it. That's what we're here for. 
And we recognize that. And I want to, and, and, and I basically do that through the show in an hour, 45 minutes. And I talk about truth and love. That's the light motif of the show. Um, and I, I tell the story through song and dance and rap and spoken word, drama, comedy. And I, it, it details my life story of growing up destitute in the housing project in the inner city of Atlanta and having uh, lost my mom from HIV complications at the age of 18 and uh, having my brother go to jail at the age of uh, 14 for the first time. He, he's been in and out for the last two decades plus, actually about almost 30 years. But he's been out for maybe a year, so he's trying to get on the right track, and I, I wish him well with that. Hopefully, he will get it on track, get it all together. Um, I, I ran the streets. I sold drugs. I carried a pistol. I, you know, I involved myself in, 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 in uh, violent activities here and there, but nothing to the extent that would land me in jail. I, through the grace of God, I was never arrested. I got out unscathed. I was never shot um, like a lot of my friends were, and they were killed, and family members, too. I ended up at the University of Georgia where I played Division One football. Um, go dogs! Sick them. I'm a Gator. I'm a Gator. <laughs> You're a Gator? I'm That's a Gator. Who we have Saturday. Uh, oh, do you? We really? got the okay. Gator Saturday. I'm a Gator, and I used to, and I used to somehow always like hang out with Herschel Walker for some reason. Like when I was in college, like like anytime I would go someplace, if I was in went to Georgia or I would, or he was in Florida, I would always see him. I even played tennis with him one time. And, wow! Uh, Are you serious? Uh, yeah, like that's one of my football heroes. He's the one that encouraged me to go to to the University of Georgia because I saw him at the age at the ripe age of five or six years old in the um, Sugar Bowl, and Larry Musk was like, "Look at the sugar falling from the sky! Look yeah, at the sugar!" <laughs> <laughs> and so Herschel was the reason why I wanted to go to Georgia. So I made it through there. I was a theater major and a speech communications major. And I graduated uh, in, in 98. I'll tell my age a little bit. I graduated in 98. And I looked for an agent for almost 10 years. It took me 10 years to get an agent. And I got my agent because I finally decided to listen and obey. I told my story. I wrote it. It was initially called Irony, the Resurrected. And once I performed my show, that's when everything started to happen for me. I found myself auditioning for The Blind Side. And I booked that role. And the rest is history. But I tell that I tell that story on stage. I love it. A, a couple of days ago, we watched Medea Goes to Jail. Have you ever seen the film, the movie Medea Goes to Jail? Yes, yes. Okay, I and have. it's it's the same message that you're sending out. That because you're black and you come from poverty doesn't mean that you have to choose the wrong road. You can build yourself to being who you are and how many wonderful actors that we have that have built themselves to becoming actors, something. Actors, lawyers, doctors. And I am so maybe crazy about you because of this reason. And I know the Lord had a lot to do with it, with you. So you'll believe, you'll believe, and you're a true Christian. You're not a phony like some of them that just carry on about it. <laughs> they just want to annoy <laughs> us sinners. No, they want to annoy us sinners with all no, that, we gotta go. Hold that on. bullshit. We gotta, okay, so listen up, you guys, because I'm sorry, Irony, because like our show just ends at 4.50. We got to try and get you back. Yeah, um, we're going to get you back. But in the meantime, you guys, you got to support this Kickstarter campaign. Go to, uh, go to, go to ironysingleton.com. Click on the link to watch the Kickstarter. Donate to get this thing out. Hopefully, we can get you back on again soon for this whole thing. Uh, I don't know what happened. And this time, get I'm, here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry I'm about that, guys. Me. So uh, I had the a next time. 
20 minutes I had a bullshit. I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, we had to make up, <laughs> well, then, <laughs> we had to make up stuff to talk about. Somebody, somebody in the chat room said to Chad, could you play some music? <laughs> and everybody, too, Irony's got, Irony's got a CD out and everything, and you guys should go on YouTube and watch We Are the Walking Dead featuring Surface Rising. It's an awesome video. We were going to play it, but we don't have time. So, Irony Lita, you guys, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. I'm sorry we got to go, but let's try and hook it up again. See you I soon, love baby. You you love you back. Love you back. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Next, Bye -bye. next week, we got Alpha Trevet from uh, the new Tom Cruise movie, and we've also got uh, Alpha Trevet from the new. And we've got Matt Davis Sounds, and uh, maybe we can get Irony to come back for a little bit. All right, yes. everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in, Chad. Thank you. Sorry we went over, everybody. See you next week. Bye -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. What are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and known as Alfie. The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk, yo, what I wanna be. Jimmy Star, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like a star. We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get laid tonight. Come up to me and said, hey, man.